0: Halloween, everybody! We are recording live from our spooky apartment living room, and uh, Danielle's not here tonight, unfortunately, because it is also Supernatural Night, so she's watching her boys at home. But and it
1: also snowed
0: all day. Oh my god! Which might
1: be the scariest thing that's ever happened on Halloween in my entire life.
0: Literally, like, it 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 was blizzarding the entire day here in Chicago. And if that's not spooky, then I don't know what the fuck is. Disgustin? It's disgustin. But, I yeah, I am here with Katie and Alexa, who have both been on the podcast. But we've just been eating candy the entire day. We watched Hocus Pocus. We watched The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. We've been watching spooky movies all week. And... I just wanted to do kind of a mini sew because even though we did the Abbott and Costello one, which was more of a movie, I wanted to do some fun ghost stories that you guys may have or just know from other people and just kind of share those. So I know, Kat, you had one that you had mentioned that, that was a good story. So if I'll, we'll just have you start right mm-hmm. away if you want to. Ooh, a good
1: story? Okay, mine's not a ghost story. I cheated. It is a spooky <laughs> secret society Or supposed secret society that kind of, I think it plays into like, um, the Day of the Dead and whatever, because I am going to talk about the cult of Pythagoras. Ooh, Ooh, Pythagoras, that's my boy. Right, right. Um, I mean, first of all, the Pythagorean theorem, something that terrified me in high school.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly.
1: uh, Yep. Honestly. I was... I was just looking for things to talk about in this video real quick. And I was like, wait a second. I remember this being bizarre, but also interesting. Okay. So, you know, the ancient Greeks and Romans, they were kind of bizarre. It's fine. It's cool. Whatever. But Pythagoras actually had a whole group of followers. Okay. The Mm -hmm. Pythagoreans, right? They basically believed in the mathematical power of the universe, or, like, the power that mathematics have in the universe, right? Fucking nerd. Yeah. They had (laughs) no (laughs) chill. Because, you know, some other people, they developed some mathematical principles. They developed, like, and it was fine. But, like, Triangle Man's, like... (laughs) Right, the Illuminati. Yeah. Yeah. Triangle Man. Oh, my God. Maybe this is the actual illuminati maybe this is where it started oh my god yeah it's that may, scary it's, scary. it's all the
0: triangles you know
1: yeah. triangles spooky where else would they why else would they use a triangle oh my god we've just cracked a code so no. um put us on the history channel
0: hello i would like to call M- the mysteries of the museum hello 411 get me We're on the show so cool. got some triangle and info I mean, for you we do got
1: some triangle info for you okay so it was believed that Pythagoras and his followers settled in Cortana in South Italy around 530 BCE
2: mm-hmm.
1: and decided to make a society for themselves Of course. based on, you know, their belief system and their unique way of life. So a central tenet of their belief system was the transmigration of the soul, and this included that you could, you know, be transmigrated into... An animal soul in another life. Oh, so they actually were some of the first, like intentional
0: vegetarians, Very which is interesting because usually they say in reincarnation that you can't reincarnate into an animal and mm-hmm. an animal can't reincarnate into you. Yes, really.
1: Mm-hmm. But they, I don't know how transmigration works. What they thought about that, but apparently, you could become an animal, so they wouldn't eat animals. Yeah, so it was strictly forbidden to eat meat. The other thing that they couldn't eat, apparently, allegedly, were beans. Because you could fart easily. Mm Mm-hmm, you could fart, and maybe...
0: You you guys want to hear a joke? You want to hear a spooky Halloween joke? No. Sure. How many... I think I might have told Katie this one before, but maybe you won't remember, hopefully. Uh, How many beans are there in Irish chili? Do you know? A whole shit ton. No, there's 239 beans in Irish chili because if there was one more, it would be too farty. <laughs> 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 <Ooh>. <laughs> Thank you. That is the end of the podcast. Have a nice couple Have, mm-hmm. Have a great ween. Have a great ween. Have a great sawane. Have a great samhain. Oh, samhain. <laughs> samhain. Anyway, for all my my Jewish pals out there, mm-hmm. <laughs> <All my> Shabbat <Jewish laughs> Chaim. Sorry, pals out there. we just lost. Anyway, Katie, sorry. Hours. Yes, no, continue. No, no, so they apparently
1: wore um, specific. This article says garb, uh, so specific clothing, but mm-hmm. it doesn't say what it was. I like to imagine they were some creepy robes, just yeah. because, like, why not? Mm-hmm. Why so, not? Yes, um, and apparently mm-hmm. abstinence of the flesh was insisted upon. Well, that sounds boring. <laughs> um so when it came to philosophical beliefs, they were very superstitious and mystical. Ooh, so they thought that the human soul was trapped in a continuous cycle of death and reincarnation, which is similar to like Plato's myth of um the myth of er er. I don't know if that's what it is. it's the myth where the souls they go through the whole thing and then like okay yeah it was the myth of air so that's where like it's this guy he dies he's like he dies in a battlefield and like then 10 days later he's still not decomposed and he just like wakes up from death and tells them about where his soul went after he died and yeah so it's basically a journey in the afterlife where basically it's like uh reincarnation where like the good people get to like they get like first dibs on like the good oh. lives and then like the bad people are punished after death which has like obviously this has influenced a lot of religions right i love like um old philosophers because basically like most religions you can like trace back to like mm-hmm. philosophical ideas right. of these dudes Um, These dudes. Yeah, so I guess it was probably something similar to that. That's kind of what it seems like. Um, And the only way to free themselves from the cycle was to obtain a higher understanding of the universe through
0: introspective thought
1: and philosophical study. So they were very pretentious. Yes.
0: (laughs) So if you weren't smart, you were going to be turned into a fucking fly when you died. Mm -hmm. And that's how it is. And that's how it was going to be. So, you know, if this is true, um, I guess if you're not, pretentious moral of the story read a fucking book and you're gonna be okay read a book sharon read a book sharon (laughs) (laughs) so they
1: i like the story of their like universe thing beforehand so they thought that before the universe was like ordered it was just chaotic Mm -hmm. and infinite and then limitations were set on it Mm -hmm. and then fell into order and that's how the cosmos became perceivable so interesting there's that uh so you know they had like the balancing of opposites light and dark good and evil Mm -hmm. but then they have some really great ones some interesting ones like numbers represented different things which kind of reminded me of tarot cards which is witchy. So they believe that the number eight was meant to represent justice, while the number seven represented wisdom. Nothing.
0: There's nothing. It's kind of like angel life. numbers too. You ever heard of like angel numbers? Oh, I know. Where I forgot like the exact like terminology for it. So like, don't quote me on this. Mm-hmm. But like, for specifically like when you see like look at the clock and let's say you see eleven eleven, and you oh. see that a bunch of times during the day that that number signifies something specifically spiritual or according to a specific archangel or if you see the number seven or you know uh 444 when you see that Mm -hmm. on the clock like means different things so like personally like if I see something or if I read an address I always count all the numbers in the address to see what they add up to like just in case and something kind of like really cool that happened with that. I felt like, math can be part of, like, spirituality, too. But basically, I won't give the full street name. But for my first apartment, when I was just moving out of my mom's house, and I was, like, you know, really nervous and, you know, trying to find the right place for me that wouldn't be shitty. And the address was 1113. And in our family, especially between me and my mom, 11 and 13 are both lucky numbers. And my mom's birthday is 1113. Wow. And I didn't even think about it. But I, like, I was, you know, I found the apartment, and my mom was like, oh, what's the address? And I told her, and she was, like, 1113, and I was like, yeah, she's like, that's my birthday. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, so sometimes things just, like, with numbers, like, have specific spiritual connections as well, which I yeah. think is really interesting. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit of history for y'all, and I thought it was appropriate for halloween and also all souls day tomorrow oh hell yeah we have our our little um
0: our our souls are going through the different the stages i don't know what they're doing they could just be chilling who can say
1: all i know is that if i hope that the cult of pythagoras is correct because i just want to
0: be a cat you know what katie if you wish hard enough and ask god enough maybe I mean, I just you. maybe, cat, my cat sucks, maybe. <laughs> um but speaking of interesting stories and i mean that's not an urban legend it's just kind of like i mean history it's,
1: yeah but but also myth
0: because myth, who knows yeah. how much of it is true or but myths also out. can be part of urban legends i mm-hmm. think but going with that this is something i wanted to mention um for a while and i just thought it was a really cool story and it takes place in illinois or illinois mm-hmm. just kidding um And this takes place in Chesterville, Illinois, and this is called the Chesterville Witch's Grave, which is really cool, and it's still there. So there's a picture, it's this really, really big tree with this gate around it, and then there's a grave in front of it. Mm. And um, this is from their website, Haunted Illinois, and under the picture it says, A tree grows directly from the grave of a witch buried in this village cemetery, Many local residents believe that if the tree is cut down or destroyed, the ghost of the witch will leave her grave and seek revenge on those who caused her death. So the story on this is, so basically, Chesterville is a small town that no longer appears on maps of the state, which I think is weird. Because even the smallest okay. towns in Illinois, I feel like, are yeah. on there. There's so like Bella and the Witch Elm. Oh my, I still want to read that book. But um, the village still exists, though, and it is located just west of Arcola, which is in the heart of Illinois, Amish country, of course. So this is straight up middle of nowhere, corns, the Amish, you know, the mm. usual. So most of the remaining residents of the town are of Amish and Mennonite faiths, religious orders that shun the use of electricity and modern conven- conveniences. So there's that. Could Could not live like that, but shout out to everyone who does. Unless you're well, an asshole, to but I was gonna say, the hey, are hey, like they're on. What is listening? it called, Rumspringer? or oh, yeah, they go maybe out? Maybe. <gasps> Shout out to all y'all on Rumspringer. Happy Rumspringer. Happy Halloween. Anyway, here's the story. So, uh, located just outside the village and across an ancient one-lane bridge is the small Chesterville Cemetery. <laughs> it is in the secluded graveyard that a traveler can find the witch's grave. The story goes that it once belonged to a young woman who was regarded as a witch in the community. Her ghost is rumored to still appear nearby. So according to the stories, the grave belongs to a woman who once lived in Chesterville, although her name is no longer recalled. And so, of course, even though she was Amish, she was very liberal-minded. So if you think outside the box with anything automatically, you're a witch and you're, you know, a woman, and that's how it is. Mm -hmm. So she was branded as a witch because of this. And she continued to disobey the elders of the church. You go, girl. So she was banished. And as few ever questioned the decisions made by the church elders, rumors quickly spread through the community that she practiced witchcraft and was a servant of the devil. And worse, soon after, she disappeared. I mean, it's not the worst that could happen. Practicing witchcraft is cool, guys. You get to have really good smelling incense. Mm -hmm. You get to collect really pretty rocks. And you you just have lots of candles. You have oils it's a good time honestly so a short time after she vanished the woman was discovered dead in a farmer's field Mm -hmm. Suspicious, sus regardless of what may have happened the authorities ruled that her death was from natural causes okay the body was placed in the local funeral home and people from all over the countryside came to view the witch's body they were terrified that she would come back to life Eventually, she was buried in the Chesterville Cemetery, and a tree was planted on her grave so that her spirit would be trapped in the tree. And then she became Mother Willow in the feature film Pocahontas. Just oh. kidding. <laughs> That's not what happened. Today, the tree still stands, and many still believe that if the tree ever dies or is cut down, the witch's spirit will escape and take her revenge on the town. You know what? I fucking hope it does. Me too, actually. I'm going to go there with a fucking axe and chop this tree down and let her take revenge on this town, because what they did to her was bullshit, and someone fucking murdered her. Yep. So, a fence was later placed around the gravesite to make sure that people stayed away from it. Yeah, because a two-foot-tall fence is really going to help. So, since, <laughs> since that time, the witch has allegedly appeared to passerby by and visitors to the cemetery. Although, thanks to the tree, she is confined to the area around her grave. That's what y'all think. A number of stories have been told about the cemetery, involving actual sightings and reports, some to believe the story of the Chesterville witch may not be a folktale after all. So basically this poor woman who was deemed a witch probably because she like said that bathing was good is tra- they think her soul is trapped in this fucking tree in Chesterville, Illinois. So you
1: know that reminds me of a, a great
0: Oh yes, the witch tree tale.
2: Are you going to talk
0: I was going to say you should probably wait what are you going to talk about? I'm going to talk about the tree of Yes. The <laughs> All right, I can't wait to hear the story.
1: All right, guys. This Terrifying tale <laughs> takes place at the Catholic school that Alexa and I went to mm-hmm. for many, many years. And this takes place probably, like, I think I was in first grade. Was it first grade? It was. I think it, it was first grade, though. Yeah, because I think it was before that. was we, Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. okay. But, um, so before that, basically, there was this mysterious old tree that was just beyond the fence that was, like, the property of the school. And this tree kind of had, like, a chain-link fence that was, like, kind of grown through it. And next to it was this mysterious stump of a tree that was too tall for us to see over. Mm -hmm. And legend has it that this tree was not just any tree, but the tree of the dead. (laughs) Back when Crown Point, Indiana was simply farmland and mostly just small. There was, there was a pair of two kids, just there were two kids, they were walking through the forest. Mm-hmm. And they start hearing voices, or I think it was one voice. I don't remember specifically, you know. It's really just great myth. You know, it's been twisted so many times. So who knows it's the truth anymore? It's <laughs> a tale. Yeah. Um, so these two kids, there's a boy and a girl, they were walking and they were picking berries. And then they start hearing a voice that's kind of calling them in this direction. They get to the tree, and in front of the tree, there's just, like, this part of the tree that kind of looks like a serving table, and on top of the table is some delicious bread,
0: some cheese, some berries, some pie. So basically the bougier version of Hansel and Gretel.
1: Yeah,
0: pretty much. Okay. Um... And they
1: ate it, and it was poisoned, and they died. <laughs> yeah. Gasp. Yes. Yep. Okay, so they ate this poisoned food, they die. The ghosts in this tree, who were the ones who lured them to the tree. I see. Mm-hmm. Essentially just didn't want them to be found, right? Because ghosts are really worried about getting prosecuted. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they <laughs> drained all their blood into the mysterious tree mm-hmm. next to it, the one that was too high. up, um, mm-hmm. That was called the Barrel of so Blood.
0: So the children's blood was, like, fertilizer. Pretty much, right? I guess. Okay. Well, they
1: pour, it was in the Barrel of Blood. That okay. was what it was called. I got so you. that's oh. the technical
0: name. Um, and, you know, legend
1: has it that if you walk by the tree at night, you will hear a voice calling to you. Mm-hmm. And if you see anything in that area any of those wild blackberries none of it eat none of it Mm -hmm. because it might be the tree of the dead
0: that's a great story
1: a new victim
0: but you know what's even crazier i want to have alexa tell the origin of where that story even came from (laughs) from katie's mind The story was made up by Katie being a fucking insane first grader and telling other children in the school that there was a tree with children's blood in it. That's the fucking story of yeah. like, the fucking. I would get crowds. Okay, yes. <laughs> like it was an amazing feat. It
1: was, <laughs> it was honestly. Yeah, I don't know why y'all listened to me. You were a good storyteller. (laughs) We Um, were enthralled.
0: Um, (laughs) We were enthralled, wow.
1: (laughs) But then the other scary part is like, it was like, you know, when you tell a story so many times that you start to think it's true. Yeah, especially
0: when you're a little kid. Right. Like, oh wow. Oh my god, I can't eat these fucking Blackbeard. Can you see the F word? Yes, you can see the F word. I always forget. God. Well, I was telling, I've been telling Katie before, I was like, that reminds me of like in the house that I grew up in. Um, We had a pretty decent-sized backyard for, like, not, like, suburban Chicago, but basically that, you know. Uh. And uh, I always thought, like, I would always tell my friends that there were ghosts that inhabited the backyard because there were two graves back there. And the reason I said this was because we had a swing set. You know like when you have a swing set for a while and there's the marks under the swing where you're you know, yeah. you stop with your oh, feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked like two like the size of like children's graves under the nice swings. You. So I would <laughs> tell my friends that my backyard was haunted by two ghosts with the names of Marcus and Cynthia. Wow. And Marcus and Cynthia lived in my garage and in my backyard. And one day, I, like, scared the shit out of myself because I was on the swing, and I looked down, and I saw something shiny in the dirt. And I was like, what is this? And I picked up this ring, and I would never seen it before, but I think later I realized it was, like, a plastic ring that I got from the dentist's office. And I was like, this is Cynthia's ring. She's here. She's real. And me and my friends would make videos, and because we loved the show Most Haunted with Derek who would get possessed every episode. That was the OG Ghost Adventures. Wow. And we would make videos with my dad's video camera that had night vision on it, where it was, like, green. And then we'd be in the house making, like, Ghost Adventures videos, and I had an old Goosebumps mask, and my friend would hide in the bathroom and be like, and here we are. I would do the British accent, too. I was like, and here we have Cynthia, (laughs) the ghost. And Marcus, you can see him in the distance, and it was just my friend with a Goosebumps mask. (laughs) I was fucking invested there's right. some, some fucking Halloween tales a with that. Whole video about that. But also, speaking of fucking... Intuitive. Fences. Intuitive. Um, a little story, which I don't know if it's true or not. And I've tried to, like, look this up and do research on it, and I can't find anything. So, if there's anyone near this area of Wisconsin who knows about this, mm-hmm. maybe your friend would know. But please let me know. So, there's an area where my cousin, um, they have a farm, and we used to go a lot when we were little. And... It is in Viroqua, Wisconsin, which is a very small town and one of those with a lot of Amish people too, kind of like Chesterville. Is it like more north? Yeah, it's not that far outside of Chicago. It's, like, a few hours. Oh, okay. No, never mind. Because my yeah. cousins
2: live, like, way far north in, like, Spooner.
0: No. And there's, like,
2: so many Mennonites up there.
0: I mean, there's a lot. Like, and this, there, you know, well, there's nothing really in Viroqua. I mean, I heard it's, like, nicer now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And there's actually, like, a lot of witchy stores, so maybe Ooh. we can do a road trip. But the main thing was, like, the Walmart. Like, that was, so, like, whenever we would go into town to, like, get things, you know, to cook or whatever, we'd just see all the Amish with their shopping carts just chilling. I was, like, wow. I was just so fascinated. But anyways, there were always so many like urban legends that like my parents would make up about my cousin's farm, one of them being Cowman, um, who was half man, half cow, and he lived up in the caves and rocks <laughs> up by the farm, and I, up until maybe I was like 10 or 12, I thought Cowman was real, and to this day, I'm going to say he's real, and he lives in the hills of Iroquo, Wisconsin, terrorizing farmhands. I believe it.
2: Honestly, I was like, "Wow!"
0: I was always on the lookout for Cowman. I thought he was so interesting. If
1: the sheep squatch is real, the
0: Cowman. There's a sheep squatch.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God! Maybe they they work together. But anyway, a thing that was actually real that was on this farm, and they had a lot of property. They had like at the time they had like six horses, cows, bulls. Yeah. You know all that stuff. The whole farm. The whole farm. So there was an area. It was like their farm, and then there was a really big hill with a fence around it where they would let the horses run and graze and you know me and my brother would just like walk around and like cut the horses and like all that stuff but there's an area you knew what had to walk up the hill to feed the horses and I there was this big cement block between the fence and where the horses were it was like literally like the fence like went over it it was just like a chain link oh. fence but it went like over the thing I see And on the slab of concrete just said Elizabeth Reed. But it didn't look like a grave, like an old-timey gravestone. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, legit a slab of concrete with the name Elizabeth Reed. And, like, I always assumed, like, and I always wanted it to be a grave. I was like, oh, my gosh. But my mom was like, I don't know if just, like, a marker for the people who lived here. Mm -hmm. I was like, and I was just always confused as to why I was like, what? It's their property. Why don't they dig it up or have, like, a company do it? And see if there's a body there. My mom was like, "I don't think she wants to," <laughs> you know. Like my cousin, my mom was like, "I don't think she wants to know," you know, or disturb anything that's there. If you know what county it is, you can like look. It's up in well death records. The creepy thing is because I tried looking this up. The creepy thing is the next town over, which we didn't realize till later was Reed Town Ooh. or Reed Town. Oh. So we think maybe they owned the town, or like mm-hmm. that was like her name there. Because her last name was Reed, so I was like... But I remember, like, a few years ago, I tried, like... You know, I was on the Google search, and and, and nothing came up. But I just always thought that was weird. And connecting with that... Because um, this was, like, they had, like... It was, like, a tiny ranch, you know? And they had, like, a ranch and a barn. And they had two main rooms, and then me and my brother would sleep in a loft. So you would go up. They made right. a loft. It was, like, a ladder, and then it had, like, the two little beds up there. And I remember specifically one night my eye like was really itchy and like it hurt and I was like younger so I went downstairs to the room where my mom and dad were sleeping and I remember going in and saying, telling my mom I was like you know my eye hurts and she you know was kind of half asleep and she was just like oh like go put water on it you know it'll feel better so I went I put some water on it and I went back up in the loft And so, the next morning, uh, I was talking to my mom, and she was like, hey, did you come down and tell me again that, like, your eye was hurting, or, like, were you trying to, like, tell me? And I was like, no, like, I just went and washed it and went back up. And she was like, oh, she's like, I could have sworn, like, I heard, like, after you asked, someone come back in and say, mom? Like, mom? And I was Mm -mm. like, no, I just came in the one time. Skinwalker. And said that. So, it is is, is not the Skinwalker Ranch. It's the Shit Talker Ranch. Uh Zach Bagans owned the, ah! on the ranch. No. But oh, I just nice. thought that was weird how, like, she would hear different things yes. like that after that fucking grave was there. So I want to fucking know. Maybe next time I see my cousin, I'll be like, did you ever find if that was a grave? Because I would like to know. Okay. So it could be the ghost of Elizabeth Reed. Well,
2: I don't want to, like, burst your bubble or nothing.
0: But, so my dad is, like, an iron
2: worker and he deals a lot with, like, cement in the ground and, like, stuff like that. Like, I yeah. just, like, know. And a lot of times, like, they'll either etch it in, or they'll put, like, their name on it. It
0: wasn't etched, though. It wasn't, like, someone, like... It was printed? Yeah, you know, like, when like, you dip your finger in and write... It wasn't like that. It was, like, Like, a full... Yeah. Yeah, so it could have been, like, it was Reedstown, or, like... But it was just so random, like, in the middle of the hill. Just a giant-ass block of cement with a name in it. I don't know. Don't ruin my childhood, Alexa. I would like the ghost to be real. I'm not
2: trying to ruin your childhood. You are. I'm just trying
0: to, like... (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just telling you, like... She's playing devil's advocate here. I'm just saying. Well, if anyone lives in... Well, there's a girl who's really cool who works at the jewelry store down the street from us, and they have a lot of cool crystals. Mm -hmm. But we found out she was from Viroqua, and I was like, it was so weird because... You know when you have that, like, speaking of, like, psychic connections and stuff, like, I had never met anyone else from Viroqua. I mean, Mm -hmm. not like I'm from Wisconsin, but like it's such a small, a town, small town and I'd never I heard it. yeah anyone else like mention that name and I don't even oh because she said she was like oh like I moved here to Chicago from Ooh. Wisconsin and I was like oh what part and she said Viroqua and I was like Viroqua I was like my cousin has a farm up there and I used to like go there all the time like as a little kid I was like that's so weird mm-hmm. And she was like yeah like she's like the town has gotten so different like there's a lot more like stores and cafes and stuff because when I was there there was like one Italian restaurant and a Walmart and that was it. That's that's all I'm that was sorry. there. No, you're I don't fine. Know what's happening. But, so, I want to hear your spooky story. My spooky Alexa? story? Yes.
2: Well, we have this, have we talked about this before? We have this town where me and Katie grew up in. Well, we had this town. We came from the we town. We created the
0: town. <laughs> we created we the, found the town. Crown Point. We founded Crown Point, Indiana, where John Dillinger... Did the yes. whole soap gun thing. Y'all know, I mean, maybe you don't know who John Dillinger is, but I've talked about his body mm-hmm. trying to get exhumed recently, so... He was a very
2: famous, like, gangster in, like, the 20s, right? T- Turn, the, t- the 30s? The 30s, I don't know. Some, some old-timey okay. thing. I thought it was the, the 20s, because he was friends with Capone, I'm pretty sure. Capone? Yeah, it was probably the 20s. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But... So, they do haunted tours in the jail, and we went with my high school group under um, our teacher, his name was Mr. B, and we went there, and um, he had all, like, the cool ghost equipment, like, it was super legit, and this jail is, like, old, like, real old. They have, yeah. like, the courthouse, which mm. is in the middle, like, that's where they, like, kept people, quote-unquote, but yeah. like, that's not the real jail. The real jail, jail is off the square, mm-hmm. and um, it is, there's, like what do you call it it used to be like the front of the house was where the sheriff was and his family and they had like the room in the front and like the upstairs which i didn't get to go in but it like always felt really really eerie in the front of the house too mm-hmm. and even just looking at it you're like there's something off yeah. with that well especially effect. with it's
0: jails i feel like there's so much negative energy mm-hmm. in there as yeah. it is and then add to people suffering and like dying in there especially yes. older jails like yes. i can yeah. imagine because it's oh. like yeah it's like an old jail and it was the county jail at the
2: time remember mm-hmm. that so it was like everybody would come to the lake county jail mm-hmm. it lake was county like county
0: blues yes Folsom prison blues oh dear no
2: just um oh dear <laughs> So it was just, um, it's very spooky in there, and of course, like, we turned off the lights, and we had flashlights, and we had a a tour guide, and um, my teacher was there, obviously, so it wasn't like we were just running, like, amok in this jail. Amok, amok, amok. The floor, the floor on the second floor was where Dillinger was, like, held and everything like that, but it was, the floorboards were, like, coming apart, and they had, they shot part of the movie there, which was called, I forget. Public Enemies. Um, but, and, like, the jail was, like, not up to standard. Like, it was totally no. not up to code. Actors like, were, like, was, like, falling through the floor. Like, no, you could see in the, like, in the,
1: um, movie, like, when they're in there, you can, like, see Johnny Depp's just breath, just, like,
2: because
1: it was so cold <laughs>
0: I remember, and I... And he I still come out after you shake. Yes, he did. I got to shake his hand. He's you so never cool. told me you got to shake Johnny Depp's hands. Mm-hmm. keeping his secrets hand. from they me. They were That's very, weird.
1: very soft.
0: Yes, it was, like, oh. butter
2: but uh um no and <laughs> so anyway so my teacher had all like i don't want to say all the equipment like ghost adventures has. They they had they have
0: like the a e- detector, detector, the emf detector emf yeah. detector and
2: they had the um ghost box what is it called ghost box ghost box yeah spirit box um, spirit box yeah um and every time they would do something they would maybe get like a little reading like here and there right but they wouldn't get like anything
0: i don't ghost know. hunting
2: is a long process it is it really is um, we put a thing of cigarettes in one of the – what do you call them? There's, like, where they used to hang out where you could, like, let okay. them hang out. Like, like the rec area? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it was, like, just a room because it okay. was really tiny at the right. time. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. They this was have only whole for – yeah. This was, like, for, like, you know, the good boys, like, on good, good behavior. Right. So we put a pack of cigarettes out, and we kind of, like – we let one – Nobody smoked it because we are in high school. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Ooh, yeah, everyone's smoking. So we just like lit it and then we put it out and like we just like left them on the table. And then when we came, we went. That was like the first floor, and then we went all the way up and we came back down. And they were gone. So I'm what? not saying that ghosts took it. It could be somebody. Didn't you have? I, I feel like you told me
1: this story. And first they didn't like want them, and like he ripped the. Filters off?
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, because we did, not know, so then we, we ripped the filters off, yeah, thank you for reminding me, I forgot about that, they ripped the filters off, and then, like, they were, like, gone, they That's were gone. That's crazy.
1: They don't want those filtered cigarettes.
2: No, not even ghosts. I don't, I don't even know nothing about just that Just like life, my mother. But, woof. <laughs> and, um, so, we're just going around, we're doing all that stuff, and whenever, like, they would talk, like, nobody else would really get anything, Every time I held something in my hand, I had, a, it was, like, a significant spike of whatever was mm-hmm. happening. Like, it would flash red or, like, the static would blow up. Because you got the gift. I, yes, but this was before I knew that. Right. So, I was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm haunted. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, this is, like, really creepy. I am haunted. I am <laughs> haunted. Well, like, you know, I don't know. I'm yeah. Like in high school and I'm like, oh, this is, like, terrifying because I'm very gullible and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Everything's going to kill me. Right. Um, so, <laughs> and... We were on. It was the third floor, which was the insane asylum and the children's ward. They same put, thing put into the same hmm. contraption up there. I think there was something hmm. else up there too, but I forget. Yeah. Um. And it's like chilly. It, this is like a few days before Halloween. We're up there, and this is chilly. And um, my friend is talking to me, and I have one of the readers in my hand. I'm like, oh my god, it's spiking. And she turns to me, and she just like her face drains of color. And, like, she, she put the flashlight over so she could see me, and she's like, Alexa, like, stop what you're doing. She's like, Alexa, stop what you're doing. I'm like, okay. I'm like, please don't tell me anything. I'm going to pee my pants. So she's like, okay, well, I'll wait t- after to tell you. So then she tells me, she's like, your hair was, like, lifting. I had, like, longer hair at the time, and it was, like, lifting off of my shoulders. Like, there was no breeze or anything like that. We were in, like, an enclosed building. It was cold. Yeah. You could see your breath. Your hair doesn't lift up, though. It can blow back. It was like but, like somebody was like picking up a piece of my hair and wiggling it. And I but like not very hard obviously because yeah. I didn't know what was happening. But my hair was longer at the time so and you I, I have a lot of hair. So and it I was just like I was just so like creeped out like and like afterwards I'm like I'm glad she didn't tell me in there because honestly I probably would have peed. Yeah. I really would have peed myself. Just in the old jail, which is fine. Right. But, I'm sure the ghost would have loved that too. Yes um so yeah it was <laughs> yes. just it
0: was just very like a weird experience that's Before so I knew, like I could talk to ghosts but yeah. like
2: it, anything,
0: anything well that's always I creepier too with something like personally touching you right
2: oh yes mm-hmm. I've, and I've never had like an experience like that since knock on wood that nothing has like touched me knock on wood right so yeah it's just very very bizarre like things were going on in that jail and I could just like not that I was like, oh, this is like really sinister. Like, the only part of the house I thought was sinister was the stairs and like the sheriff's part of the house, which we didn't get to go up.
0: Right. They, do the they sheriff sh- was probably
2: pretty corrupt. Probably.
0: Do I they mean, still do tours of it? They do. We should do it. Yeah. It was really cool. It yeah.
2: was, it was. You let go in this huge, giant (sighs) hole at the beginning, but like I said, it was kind of like dilapidated, dilapidated? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It was dilapidated, it was appletated.
1: Appletated. I did a tour like a few years later. Did you? Yeah, and I remember after they did the movie, and um, they were like, do you want to be in Dillinger's cell? And I was like, I want to be in
0: the cell that Johnny Depp was in. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Didn't you think you, you saw the ghosts of Dillinger?
1: Oh yeah, outside? outside of there, back when I was young with my friend, whew, me and my friend, we thought, well first of all, we thought that we could make um, a ghost seeing spray Ooh. out of um,
0: sassafras
1: leaves, only the ones that look like ghosts, because there's like the three shapes of sassafras yes. mm-hmm. leaves, and we mixed it with water and we sprayed ourselves with it. it but sounds anyway. very witchy right yeah we were like I was feeling it yeah to try that
0: again because I think it works you were vibing with the sassafras leaves. I was um <laughs> the name of this episode vibing with the sass <laughs>
1: and we uh yeah so we made this spray and then we like walked over by this old jail because it was like two blocks from my parents house mm-hmm. and uh we're outside and there's just like this guy dressed in like old time clothes and he's just like walking towards us like he just looks, like, angry, but, like, not, like, I don't know. He almost looked like we, like, he didn't even know that we were there type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we got, like, scared and, like, kind of ran across the other side of the road. And then, like, he just stopped, like, in front of the jail, like, tossed a couple things, like, over this fence that was there and then, like, was gone. And we were, like, well, don't fuck? And so we think that maybe it was John Dillinger. And then when we did our video for H.H. Holmes, like out by the old Biograph Theater. We investigated
0: behind the Biograph Theater in the alley where Dillinger was shot. And I just used the spirit app on my phone because I didn't have the box yet. And I asked if Dillinger's ghost was there. And the first word that came up was homicide. Yeah.
1: And then. He died. Yes. Yeah. And then I was saying something like you know um was it you who I saw like years ago whatever and I don't remember what it said in response it was either like again or like it said something
0: like yeah. that was similar well to, it said like, it said around or below or something yeah, like that and like there's there. a picture
1: that was taken and like you can see like below
0: like on the ground An kind orb. of like, Dillinger's it's orb. Orb, like yeah near and there's a face oh. in it there is legit a face in this orb and we'll post a picture when i post the episode too because it was crazy. yes oh but yeah so we just kind of wanted to tell some spooky tales mm-hmm. and we hope you guys liked this little mini episode mm-hmm. where we got to spend halloween just talking about creepy shit with each other Mm -hmm. and uh danielle and i will post uh an official episode sometime this week um might be later Who can say? Uh, We both work full-time jobs, so sometimes it's kind of hard to record during the week. But um, if you guys ever want us to talk about something specific or you have even cool stories of your own that you want to share, you can always send us an email to mosthexcellentpod at gmail.com. We usually put the email in the description of our videos, wherever you listen, of our videos, of our episodes, I'm used to YouTube, um, wherever you guys listen. So let us know, send us an email, listen to us, and give us a review, because we love reading reviews, and it just makes us really happy and really excited to post, even though we always are. So uh, stay excellent stay spooky, and we will see you guys later this week. Bye! Bye.